Ist das nicht ein Autosgat? Ja, das ist ein Autosgat. Ist das nicht ein Autosbad? Ja, das ist ein Autosbad. Autosgat, Autosbad. Oh, der schöne, oh, der schöne, oh, der schöne Schnitzelbank. How's it going? It's going okay. Right. Mm -hmm. What's the weather like up there? It has been sprinkling on and off. I don't. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was okay amount of rain, not uh, good enough for me. But it is, to be fair, a little unusual for May to have this much. We're actually in drought. We're pre-drought mm -hmm. uh, um, because it's not summer yet. But yeah, we're definitely, I don't know, seven or eight inches low for the season. So mm -hmm. uh, hoping for some more out of this system. Yeah. And, uh, but right now it's snowing. Oh, wait, it's not snow. That's cottonwood fluff <laughs> coming down. Uh, I feel like I'm in the upside down. <laughs> yeah. It's all floating around this white fluff stuff. Well, advantage masks. Yeah, both. Yeah, it works from many different levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not a, this is not a good time for me as an allergy sufferer. Tree mm -hmm. pollen and I do not get along. Well, When the pollen be, it'll go pollen and then flowers mm -hmm. and now seeds. Right. So hopefully this isn't, it doesn't seem to be doing much for, for my allergies right now. It's been, it's been mostly washed away. It, it tends to yeah. linger here because it just drifts to the sidewalk and then blows around for a while. But, mm -hmm. um, yes, we've already entered the post flower stage. So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good. Um, just, you Start. know, it's not, <laughs> it is, the, the winds do stir up. Some stuff that's you know, around the flowers. The uh, tree flowers are done, but the uh, flower flowers, <laughs> yes. rhododendrons and azaleas, and we got a lot of stuff uh, flowering right now. It looks pretty nice. Right. The bees are very happy around here. Don't have trouble with rhododendrons. So, yeah. Love the rhododendron. They can flower all they want. Yeah, they're really nice. Don't have a problem. Um, certain other stuff, mostly mostly natives, uh, usually mm -hmm. <laughs> like uh, native. Um, not not so much here, but. You know, native Southwest stuff, and then of yeah. course the invasive. Right. Yeah. The uh, what is it? The Scotch broom is pretty. <laughs> that's yeah. one of the invasive ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's interesting seeing all the different kinds of bees here hmm. that I never knew of. Right. Um, of course, there's honeybees, yeah. and we had a whole whole bunch of those in our. We maybe still do in our uh, kind of hedgerow there, on the between our, us and the people yeah. to and our. It's bustling. East. Oh, definitely. There's a bustle in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we have Shout these. Shout out to my Led Zeppelin heads. <laughs> uh, there's a couple different kinds of bumblebees, which are cool to see. Yeah. We've got carpenter bees. Oh, carpenter bees are fun. Yeah, they're giant and, and <laughs> loud yeah. and intimidating. Yeah, but they're not aggressive. They're they're pretty no, I know. compatible the with sound. humanity. Get the sound as it goes by the back of your neck, it tingles. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Like, hey, buddy, this is my flight <laughs> path. Step yeah. side. <laughs> uh, mason bees, little tiny yeah. mason bees that are boring holes in the deck and mm -hmm. do their thing. Yeah. That's interesting. And then this one, these types that I never heard of, they're kind of like halfway between, in size, between bumblebees and honeybees. Mm -hmm. They look black at first, but um, when you see a picture of them online, and I finally got close enough as one was hovering to see that they're kind of um, iridescent black and green, yeah. super dark green, called... Uh, But they're called blue orchard bees. Wow. 
which I had never heard of until a few days ago. And they're loving the rhododendrons, like uh, that particular one. So very cool. Yeah, very interesting. I was reading a Reddit post about somebody whose neighbor <laughs> killed all their mason and carpenter bees that they bought mm. um, after it was pointed out to the neighbor that they're not aggressive to humans and they are pretty low key. We killed them anyway, or uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, save the bees, people. <laughs> They're afraid of being. St- that's the usual thing. My kids are. My kids play in the backyard. They're like, well, <laughs> there are bees around all the time, but these bees are not aggressive to humans, and they just, mm-hmm. they just make cool things. Yeah. So that's been bee talk. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just get rid of the sugar, okay? No. <laughs> hey, get off my sugar! Bad bees! Bad! Ow! Ow! Oh, they're defending themselves somehow! <laughs> Still, it's, uh, that whole thing is one of my favorite sequences. The whole bee-sugar-pile uh, bee yeah. combo. Yep, where Homer thinks he's going to hit it. Hit it big. <laughs> Strike it rich. <laughs> For this, what was it? It was a truck spill of, of sugar, right? Yeah, Hans Moment yeah. spilled an entire that's truck right. worth of sugar. Yeah. Because uh, that's how they load it out of the processing plant. Of course. <laughs> Into giant tanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if only this sugar were as sweet as you, sir. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. Here's a quarter. Call for help at the nearest phone. I'll keep an eye on things here. If only this sugar were as sweet as you, sir. Uh, that one and whoever, I forget who does. I think it's Dan. That's not Dan. I think it's Harry Shearer. Oh, does really? the other B oh. guy. I think oh, oh, I thought you meant Hans Moment. I think okay. it's uh, Hank and Dan. And <laughs> damn it, I think it's Hank and Harry doing the bee, uh, the beekeepers. Uh, yeah. So like, well, very clever, Simpson, luring our bees to your sugar pile in order to sell them back to us at an inflated price. <laughs> I think it was a that that post was on I, uh, uh, legal advice. I think it was. Mm. Oh, maybe it was Portland. I don't know. I haunt uh, Portland pretty aggressively, so. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool local stuff, I gotta I gotta admit. Yeah. Well, speaking of admitting things, <laughs> you're listening to It's Just Called Two Brothers. Oh, hello. How to do. I'm James. And I'm Marcus. Welcome uh, to the show. That was our cold open. Yeah, the <laughs> cold open. Society Awakens. Uh phase one. I guess so. First trying it out. For some people who didn't lose their jobs but were ordered home. So the non essential workers who haven't lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. reawaken a little yeah. bit for the essential among us we're we were already working but now you're working with masks correct it is a requirement mm-hmm. for employees to wear masks did your employer provide said masks they did um, oh, although good. they're terrible so i don't wear them <laughs> do you wear your own mm-hmm. i do oh good uh, you're, if you're allowed to wear your own then yeah, that's yeah. uh yeah, um, yeah you, you got a doozy there. Yeah, for now. They're they're really just cheap, single-use. I don't even know if they're double-layered, but they're they're cloth masks. The ones from, from work. So, yeah, that yeah, I got have. There, yeah. Which is, mm-hmm. that's pretty much the case, as I understand it, for employer-provided masks. Yeah. They're single-use. People aren't using them one time, but that is a thing. I am asking people if they have them, uh, because why not? And it does. Who, who are you talking about? Employees? Customers. Oh, you're asking customers if they have mm-hmm. them. Um, I see. 
Interesting. Yeah, like most places, you know, there's a door person and we take it in turn oh. to let people in and regulate the number of people who can come in at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be able to social distance. And there isn't it's not required that you wear a mask to enter yep. yet. But I have had I, I just want people to start thinking about it. Yeah. As a potential thing. And if they're just blithely wandering in with faces uncovered, I want to I don't want to shame them, but I, I do want to hold them up a bit. Spark, mm-hmm. spark a little thing inside. Do you offer them a mask if they say no, no. they don't have one? Because it's not a oh, requirement. Okay. But I have yeah. had several people who said, oh, it's in my car. I'll go get it. And they oh, that's good. eagerly run back and come in. Oh. And I said, oh, thank you very much. Uh, we, we appreciate it very much. And, uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a mask? Nah. Would you like one? <laughs> oh, no. Or or you'd like one, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I nod up and down. Uh-huh. Jedi mind I trick. to have one right here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you'd like to wear this mask. <laughs> I would like to wear that mask. Put it on. Well, put it on. <laughs> come inside. I think I'll come inside now. Excellent. So, yeah. Uh, there's lots mm-hmm. of videos on r slash public freakout about various Karens who don't want to wear a mask while they're inside a store. Right. And the people who reject them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yep. quite annoying. More freedom. Mm-hmm. But uh, what you had other thoughts about reopening. Yeah, I already forgot. They were, <laughs> have you heard anything about the school to come? Oh, Yeah. There are many, many things floating around. It's just too early to tell what we're going to do. Is that floating around amongst the teachers and staff or well, just back yeah. and forth with the administration? Uh, teachers, staff, administration is all the same thing uh, oh. as far as the discussions are concerned, uh-huh. for the most part, here. And between what we're learning from people that go to state-level meetings and what they're hearing, you know, there's there are ideas floating around. <laughs> including a modified schedule of every other day for every other student Hmm. or half day these people, half day those people. There's quite a bit of possible social distancing Hmm. ideas floating around, to say the least. And also keeping on with the distance learning, right? which is not good for most people. Mm -hmm. One of the interesting proposals that I saw was four days at school, 10 days at home in a staggered schedule. Oh, that's interesting. You go for four days. A, a, a certain group of students goes for four days. Yeah. They go back to distance learning or online learning yeah. for 10 days. Yeah. And then the next group of students comes in for four days and they go home for 10 days and, and so on. Right. Uh, as long as your four days worth of students and those same teachers float that schedule with them. Mm-hmm. So it's not a teacher teaching a different group of kids every four every four days and then some other teachers are only doing distance learning Mm -hmm. that's not going to work but a big problem that people are running into like i listen to teachers podcasts are not everybody's participating in fact uh up to a majority aren't participating regularly Uh, or if they do they they do a really minimal effort in turning in their work (laughs) and also it's like can't you read the instructions are so clear that you give and then the parents call up or email and say we can't get this it's like well did you read the instructions it's very step by step 90 percent of the problems with one particular type of assignment is the kid did the assignment but they didn't hit the submit button Mm -hmm. for uh google classroom or flipgrid whichever one uh, this one was talking about so it's besides parents mostly realizing that they're not teachers (laughs) and just getting the work to the student isn't a teacher-learner relationship. Right. 
controlling a group of 30 kids in a classroom and being able to have eye contact while you're teaching the class with individuals who may or may not be paying attention, mm-hmm. being able to use proximity where you can keep on with your lecture or your procedures, but move closer or farther away to certain students who might need a, a reminder. Mm-hmm. There are lots of things, lots of dynamics that need to go on for a classroom's worth of students to get a whole heck of a lot done on a daily basis. Sure. And no matter what the, I forget what they're called, K-12 online, super duper techno school, mm-hmm. it's free public charter school. And we've been doing distance learning for 16 years. Mm-hmm. There's some testimonials. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that works for the ones it works for. Right. But most of the kids don't start that. Quite a few people's homes don't have multiple computers for students to be on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And well, most of the kids don't work that way. <laughs> right. uh, self-motivated self-learners. Mm-hmm. I think it might, I'm, I'm hopeful it might be an opportunity to discuss alternatives to the former system that, hey, mm-hmm. this doesn't work with this model of learning. Maybe we can try out some other things that would be effective educationally, but that don't try to mirror so much of what has gone before. Uh, like maybe the idea can be put forward that so much teaching to evaluation tests is counterproductive. Oh, of course. And maybe yeah, we can concentrate on a different, I don't want to say mode of education, but a different structure of education to walk back some of these rigid frameworks that have been mm-hmm. just arbitrarily put on in the name of yeah, getting it, test scores up. Right. And the pendulum is swinging the other way already. Mm-hmm. In the last few years, I've noticed that more project-based learning, sure. more student-driven learning, or trying right. to, they call it flip in the classroom. So that uh, you you give some guidelines and some framework, mm-hmm. but it's not teacher lecturing to yeah. a grid of <laughs> yes. students who are quietly listening. Right. Which I've seen some successful studies about as far as effective homeschoolers goes. Mm-hmm. That self-guided, project-based learning can be extremely effective if you sort of forego your ideas about what education is quote unquote supposed to look like Mm -hmm. that there are many roads to an end to an education right capital e we shall see it's a weird wild future we have to look forward to (laughs) did we discuss my adhd on the show no Uh, maybe maybe we did no i don't think so okay well or yes we did let's move on (laughs) but one of the side effects intangible side effects non-physical side effects of medication is that I, I think I'm noticing more what I generally tend to do. So mm-hmm. I notice interrupting people and I notice rambling conversations and I notice blurting things out that I sort of rethink later. <laughs> like, uh-huh. huh, kind of didn't need to say all that at that time to that person. And I certainly didn't really need to say it so forcefully. <laughs> so uh, but it's interesting. I, uh, people seem to take it in stride when they just yeah. see that's how you are. They either right. accept you or don't. But to me, it's like, wow, uh, I, I, I feel like I'm really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have some friends and they seem to like me, but in general, do, do more people tolerate me than I imagine? Mm-hmm. Man, it's like, get a load of Hermione Granger over there. 
Yak, yak, yak. <laughs> but other times, so quiet. <laughs> yeah, I got called out on staring into space the other day. But uh, the thing is, if you're in the middle of a sort of medicated stretch, because this stuff doesn't last 24-7, like depression or anxiety medication, Yeah. if there's nothing specific to focus on, I kind of don't know what to do, but I'm also not just restless and all over the place. So mm-hmm. I'll just stare into space. <laughs> I'll focus yeah. on the floor. I'll be like, hey, Marcus, where'd you go? <laughs> oh, this used to happen in the classroom, but... Hmm. You want something to read? No. <laughs> Are you going to take a nap? Or... No. You just going to sit there staring at the back of the seat? <laughs> yeah, usually I'm not that uh, slack-jawed when I do it. <laughs> same same outward oh. appearance, I'll grant you. <laughs> oh, good little rain here. Might hear a pitter-patter. All right, send it my way. I do have some gray clouds, but nothing hitting yet. So <laughs> let's move ahead to our, our main topic. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Bidet-o-rama. That's my enthusiasm over having finally installed the bidet that we bought uh, several weeks ago. You come into 21 century. Exactly. I've been wondering this since last night. Mm. What are the buttons on the toilet? Oh, you you, you don't know bidet? Bidet? This button, wash. This button, bidet. Does it work? Uh, Yeah, hey, (laughs) what are you doing? Do you use it? Me? Yeah. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Why? So clean. Clean my ass. Well, I don't know American style, but bidet is very, very cool. After you put bidet, clean your ass. So you don't need paper towel. You have natural and. I'm not doing that. Why? I don't want water going up my ass. Feels good. <laughs> yeah, this more modern people. I, I know that's more modern. We are 21 century people. <laughs> are you? You will? I couldn't tell from the shower. My whole family animal is so clean. So get out, please. Uh, yeah, sorry. Thank you. Ah, people No more people is the is I'm so tired at the end, he says. <laughs> just I get it. So tired yes. of her. Yeah. <laughs> just, was that some reality show? It has to be. I don't, I don't know what I don't it understand. is, but it's, it's, uh, it was really, really, <laughs> it struck me to the core. <laughs> yeah. Just he's so earnest and cannot under, can't understand why she's completely resistant to this obviously mm-hmm. better method of hygiene. <laughs> it, it literally uh-huh. makes no sense, but... Like, she thinks it's somehow dirtier? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Well, or just getting getting blasted yeah. up there uh, with water. I get it that it's weird. It's, uh, it's just yeah. to think that it's um, so strange is <laughs> kind of typically American. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Or maybe Western. Yeah, maybe so, Western in general. Because there's a lot of people yeah. around the world who use water to wash their backsides with. Well, most of Europe... It pretty much everything, everyone, every um, 
modern society other than America. Mm-hmm. I think even Canada has. I think has, I think uh, even quite a number of, of third is. world societies as well. Tribal oh, yeah. societies sure. uh, here and there if they have access to yeah. water. Right, right, right. Sure. That's the thing. But so, uh, yeah, we it's it, it looks very imposing, I have to say. Because it it's mm-hmm. a self-contained heating system. Oh, yeah, you you sprung for the the fancy one with the heated. Yeah, it completely <laughs> replaces the seat. And this yeah. one, it doesn't seem like the arm <laughs> moves around back and forth like some of them. We, I guess it does, but I haven't figured out how to program it yet. Yeah. But it uh, the huh. heated water is quite pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not too bad to have cold, but it's a lot nicer to have the warm. Yeah, when we're, when we're at, uh, you know, it's December 31st <laughs> here, and we've got not a heated one. <laughs> 2 a.m. Oh, you're awake Who for a while. Who needs coffee? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is a pretty big apparatus, and it's taking some time to get used to this. Uh, it's kind of an angle down from the back of the mm-hmm. seat. That's I'm not used to. But, man, does it work. I am just... So pleasantly yeah. surprised. I thought it would work yeah, pretty as, well, but I had no idea how good. Yeah, as he says, my whole family <laughs> ain't so yeah. clean. He ain't lying. No. And uh, I think once you get used to it, you probably are. You probably have a handle on how much you have to wash, how long you have to wash, and how yeah. you have to kind of yeah. wiggle a little bit. But <laughs> but uh, in general, man, it just works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very happy with that purchase. And excellent. No more. Toilet paper short. As long as the electricity and water stay on, we're good. No more toilet paper needed. Eh, very little. Very little. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can... It is It is strange to pull up your underwear and, and, and squish, but, <laughs> but a little... Yeah, you, you can use pat. a little bit to dab. No pat. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of canals... Were you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm Landwehr Canal. Yes. By... Um, I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. By Einstrutzende Neubauten. That's not bad. <laughs> is your music share. So please explain. Einstürzende Neubauten is, um, it's variously translated, but generally as collapsing new builds as opposed to buildings. Okay. So it's a more a more action form. Yeah. Because uh, a building is Gebäude or Baut, something Baut. But they were a punk band pretty much mm. in the 80s mm-hmm. and just never really stopped and they have continually evolved their sound, but they've always been experimental and a little noisy. Das trübe Gewässer fließt langsam vorbei. Schwarz und behäbig und nicht allzu tief. Behäbig und schwarz, nur einen Menschen tief. Ich sitze allein am Landwehrkanal. Wir trafen uns manchmal, auch manchmal bei Nacht. Berlins dunkler Himmel gab uns ein Dach. Wir hatten tausend Ideen und alle waren gut. Jetzt ist sie nicht mit dabei am Landwehrkanal. 
Mm. And uh, most of that comes from some sort of home-built percussion instruments. So they use, well, I don't know, chunks of wood and scrap metal uh, for sounds and chimes. Uh, anything that comes to hand that makes a distinct sound, they'll use mm-hmm. crinkly material at one point. Just, just endless inventive ways to make drum beats or, or percussion sounds. And over the top of that. The lead singer Blixebergelt is—he um, he just has had that uh, very quiet approach to vocals mm-hmm. for years and years. Um, I first learned of them from the song Sabrina off of an album from '98 or '9 that I saw the video for in the, uh, when I was in Australia, mm-hmm. and I just was an instant fan of them uh, until now. They mm. just released their new album on the 15th. So yeah. like just a couple days ago. Wait, today is today the 16th or 15th or 17th? Today's the 17th. Okay, so yeah, just a couple days ago. It, it's uh, quite good. Quite good. Just old German guys making some of the best music they've ever made, I think. And this isn't punk, by it any means. It isn't. It this has is sort of a uh, almost like a folksy blues esque <laughs> yeah. with the German style. <laughs> right. It's they're really post rock. Uh, they're they're beyond some easy categorization i would say but yeah. I, I do uh i did really like this album and every album is a little different than the the rest of them mm-hmm. it uh when it was over <laughs> my response was well the dude abides <laughs> well explain <laughs> what, you, what you mean by that you know it's just relaxing and it kind of has a a take on one of the i can't remember one of the tunes in the big lebowski mm. And uh, yeah, just just sort of a lazy feel. It's a little David Lynch. Yeah, all right. It's it's often disturbing. That's how I think of it. But mm, not n- this particular song. No, um, but a lot of it is quietly menacing. I guess. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't know the lyrics. I don't know what they're singing about. I just yeah, I haven't yeah, so that may change things. Yeah, uh, but I don't know what it's about. But just the general uh, tenor of the the music. Uh, strikes mm-hmm. me that way, but not in a not not in a a, a dreadful sense. I, I don't hesitate to listen to it because it's too much. Mm-hmm. You know, there's plenty of disturbing stuff there that gives you nightmares. Is there? Mm-hmm. What is on um, Landwehr Canal? Um, Landwehr Canal is on Landwehr Canal. There's a canal. Uh, okay. The Landwehr Canal goes. Um, Somewhere around Berlin, mm-hmm. the, the Spree River feeds into it, and it, it, uh, it. I don't know where. It, I don't know from where to where it goes, but it's yeah, it's, but uh, it's, a, it's it's next to Berlin. It's a known, a well-known mm-hmm. canal there, next to Berlin. Yeah. And there's some there's some shady history there, uh, some. But I I don't because I haven't looked at the lyrics. I don't know what the connection is. Mm. Um, yeah, that is the place. So there. Yeah, the, the sort of laid-back atmosphere, mm. if you don't know the lyrics, is um, different if you than when you do know the lyrics. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I would say Which so. Which goes for many places, many songs, probably. Yeah, Spotify knows I like unusual stuff, and it keeps feeding me um, Japanese and German, specifically, occasionally French tracks. Hmm. So I get... 
I just every once in a while get one of those and I, I often like it. Um, the music services are very good at nailing down your personal aesthetics, but uh, I don't often go look up the lyrics because I, it's like a lot of stuff that flies across Spotify in those playlists. It, you know, it's good, but you don't always go back and listen to it a second time because there's so much else that you really like that you could mm-hmm. listen to, I think. Mm-hmm. And so little time. <laughs> The YouTube algorithm is feeding little girl a lot of, well, it used to be Portuguese hmm. versions of Disney songs. Hmm. So we'd hear like the Portuguese version of the Moana songs and the uh, Frozen songs every once in a while. So, but now it's, it's feeding her more Polish hmm. versions of things. So she likes the songs about the planets and there are many, many songs for kids about the eight planets. Mm-hmm. And she's got like the planets, the dwarf planets, and eh, well, in Polish it's called small celestial bodies mm. but you know it's about comets and asteroids and meteors wow. and stuff so yeah <laughs> small just celestial bodies and it's got these all these talking comets and meteoroids and asteroids <laughs> yeah right. interesting and then there's a couple there's um there's one about all the different kinds of planes and all the different kinds of boats mm-hmm. and ships yeah with little cartoon eyes and mouth that's fantastic characterizations well i'm glad that exists more well, I'm glad it's she's latched onto that rather than this sort of children's video churn that mm-hmm. hacks up previously viewed videos in in different forms to suck them in for advertising dollars. Yeah, yeah, she hasn't got into like there's a lot of um related to Disney stuff mm-hmm. like unboxings mm-hmm. and and uh, kids playing with toys and it turns right. out they're shills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I um yeah. I have a plug-in you might be interested in that uh, removes the sidebar. So I don't... Oh, yeah. You, you told me something about it. Yeah. it's It, it uh, not only removes the sidebar, but it gets rid of the uh, suggested grid at the end of videos. Ah, that would be nice, too. Mm-hmm. I could That would be really nice for me uh, to use them at school. Yes. You know, if I just want to have one one video and be done. And then, exactly. And then a bunch of crap shows up at the end. I'm like, no, I don't want yeah. my students to see that. Yeah, it's so, so good. It really yeah. uh, is working well for me. I, I love it. I will uh, link it in both the show notes and to you. All right. Well, speaking of show notes, mm-hmm. uh, you've been listening to It's Just Called Two Brothers. So if you want to send us an email, you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. Yeah. If you tweet, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. Mm-hmm. And your newsletter is. And uh, still in the works. Still in the works. It's moving. Hit some slides, yeah. hit some snacks. Mm-hmm some balls what else can I think of that blocks your path (laughs) it's some hogs and some armadillos (laughs) I've been watching a lot of cute animal bits this this, uh, stay at home period this quarantine period and uh, Mm -hmm. there's a surprising number of armadillo there's a few things cuter than baby armadillos playing with the little things that's true. I, I agree. Maybe baby hedgehogs. Maybe, are, are maybe. Darn cute too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I'd forgotten. We, we're getting those. Speaking of Portuguese, um, songs by a guy. He's a guitarist and singer, and then there are animations that go along with it. So it just shows him mm. uh, in real life singing, but then animations and little mm. sort of jelly characters are 
running around acting out the lyrics of his songs, his little story songs, you know, in Portuguese. Weird. So, yeah, it's uh, Zis, Z-I-S, <laughs> of this guy's stuff. His name is Helios Ziskind. <laughs> So Z uh, the first three letters right. of his last name. I had to play yeah. uh, the Animaniacs uh, Schnitzelbank the other day. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Every once in a while, those come up. Mm. She likes little girl likes uh, Lacey.